move, move. And he comes in with the the nail gun. He's like, Hello and welcome back to We're Podding This Together. This is the podcast where we guide you through all of your favorite or not so favorite Disney Channel original movies. Thanks for listening. I'm Josh. I'm Lori. I'm Sammy. Get, Get ready, ready to, to wake up and jump out of your coffins because today we're watching Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. According to IMDb, the Hanson kids are in a jam. Adam and his best friend Duffy have gotten their hands on some tickets for the Headless Horseman concert, and his sister Chelsea has a date with her dreamy boyfriend Peter. The only problem is they're both grounded. Chelsea and Adam will do whatever it takes to get their mom, Lynette, out of the house, even if it includes a chance meeting with a very mysterious man. Everything seems to go according to plan until their little brother Taylor realizes that the stranger might be a vampire. So we never actually saw Peter, right? Like, how dreamy is he? And also, it seems weird to, like, include Adam's best friend Duffy in this when he probably had, like, a full 30 seconds on screen. Especially since he was just in Quince. Was he? Oh, yeah. He was the he was the little boy who was like, oh, it sucks that your parents aren't follow- paying attention to you. Uh, but, yeah. like, super bummer. And she's just like, well, I have little siblings now. This movie was chock full of Disney actors, though. We had uh, the dad from Lizzie McGuire was uh, the Van Helsing, the vampire hunter. Yes. And uh, the little brother was the little brother and stepsister from Planet Weird. Well, he was mm. also in Face Off. He played the... Have you guys seen that one? Oh, yeah. Uh, He's the I one haven't. who gets shot at the beginning after John Travolta gropes his face for like 40 seconds. That's good to hear. But I was talking about wow. Disney Channel actors, Lori, so... Have you guys seen this before? Uh, I have, but I didn't remember much of it at all. I definitely have seen this, and I remembered, like, everything. I watched it maybe when I was 12 or so. No, this one was really surprising. Actually, I'm going to start looking forward to the ones that I don't remember at all, because they've all been (laughs) a pleasant surprise. (laughs) Honestly, I would say this one's better than Halloween Town. Like, a better Mm -hmm. Halloween-themed movie. I think so, too. The the, the 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 vampire guy in this movie. What's that actor's name? Charles Solshanashi. Wait, the vampire the vampire or the vampire hunter? The vampire. The vampire's Charles Shaughnessy. Is that all the thought you had on him? No, I'm just saying he's like the dad from the Fran what's the show called? Franny? Fran? Oh, the nanny? Is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's the nanny. He was in, like, so many, like, romantic comedy movies as, like, the love interest, I think. I'm pretty sure he did a few movies like that. So it was fun seeing him in this, too. I was excited for Caroline Rea, who was in Spring and the Teenage Witch. And she's also, like, a (gasps) comedian outside of that with, like, pretty great stand-up. This movie starts out very creepy. And we're at some old castle with a horse-drawn carriage. This, so uh, find we find out this is just a movie inside of a movie, <gasps> and it's interrupted by a phone ringing. And this whole scene was, I think, despite it being a movie about vampires, one of the most unbelievable to me because, like, 
the sister wanted to talk on the phone and wanted to do it right in front of the brother to talk to her boyfriend. And as a former teenage girl, like anytime I was on the phone, even with just a friend, I wanted to not be around my family because I didn't want them to hear me. Yeah, you get that Same. phone and then you run as fast as you can to your room. So Adam is watching this creepy vampire movie. <laughs> and he knows all the lines. You can tell it's one of his favorites. And right off the bat, we kind of get to know that Adam is way into all this vampire monster stuff. Boy, is he going to love Twilight in a few years. <laughs> I loved his room because it was, like, very realistic, where it was just, like, a couple posters, and then there's stuff, like, cut out of magazines. Yeah, yeah it seemed it seemed like a realistic 13-year-old boy horror-obsessed room. Yes. With the creepy magazines that were, like, always fake but, like, every time you're at the store, you'd, watch, you'd like, read them as a kid. You'd be like, wait, are there really aliens or is this the joke one? Like, I, I can't tell. I loved the youngest brother in this one. Like, uh, so the mom end up, ends up coming home and immediately the older sister's, like, complaining about little brother. And little brother's complaining about sister and they're kind of fighting. And then there's the youngest brother. And the mom's like, oh, my God, you were watching this scary movie, too. And he's like... Yeah, but I'm fine. I'm not scared. This is just how I like to sit. And he's, like, hiding behind the couch and, like, like with pillows, like, on either uh, side of him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought the age differences were kind of interesting for this. Uh, we've, I think in a lot of the DCOMs, the 13-year-olds were the oldest. Or there wasn't, like, that much difference in age. So it felt like Adam was a little older than usual. And he had an even older sister. And then the younger brother was eight years old. So it was probably like, I'm guessing the, since the other two are like closer in age, it was probably a case of like, those two were born when mom and dad were happy. And then they were trying to like, like they had another kid to try to save the marriage. And that was yeah. the youngest brother. And it didn't work. And they Clearly. divorced. And then we find out that uh, their bio dad is getting remarried. And all the kids know except for mom. <laughs> Not only do they know the wedding's in, like, a week, and they're like, yeah, he's going to be the ring bearer. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that would be something that would have been run by the mom first. And they only just got the invites, like, for, like, I get saved the dates, like, 18 months in advance. I could see them maybe not telling her because they don't want her feelings to be hurt, but the way he's like, yeah, obviously we knew he was getting married. Like, his tone when he told her wasn't like a, oh, I don't want you to be hurt sort of thing. This sets us up and tells us a little bit about the mom. And kind of how she's maybe, like, realizing that it's a different time of her life. And she maybe needs to, like, move on or something. Either way, it'll lead us into her being willing to go on a date. <gasps> Wait, uh, like is this, this the movie, movie in which mom has a date with a... Um, and I like this movie even more because it's a movie where they say the name of the movie in the movie. Do you like movies like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it works with this one because it's cute. I feel like they did it in Brink, too. Well, like, a bunch. That was his name. <laughs> I know. I know. They also joke. did it in Xenon. I mean, like, kind of. They were like, hi, Xenon, girl of the 21st century, every time they saw her. <laughs> hi, hello, really how's your afternoon going, Xenon, girl of the 21st century? <laughs> I don't know, how's it going, Bob of the 20th century? Good joke. Good joke. Uh. <laughs> Adam was meant to do 
some wonderful history paper on some country or something. It was um, the person you most admired. I think they like you got to pick anybody ever, so you could pick like Martin Luther King Jr., FDR, or what have you. Instead, he chose Van Helsing. He just straight up didn't do the project, and he had this magazine sitting in his binder, and he got called on. He was like, uh, 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 Van Helsing. I mean, he he had a very convincing, like, presentation. That wasn't quite an essay. Like, he was supposed to write an essay and, I guess, just read it. But instead, he did this presentation. It was funny. There was some charm in it. He was, like, doing it on the fly. This kid's incredibly charismatic. If I were that teacher, I would have been like, you look, Van Helsing, it's not a real person, unfortunately. However, I love that you're willing to look up things in the past, because Van Helsing, like, there's a lot of history connected to that. Why don't you look up, like, where that character came from? Like Vlad the Impaler or something. Like, yeah, yeah, the teacher should have encouraged him to seek education within his interests. Yeah, I feel like that would have been a really this good is teacher. A, a pretty smart kid. Like he just wasn't able to apply himself to an essay, which honestly is really stupid. I hate essays; they're worthless. Stop doing them. Hey, kids, drop, drop out, of school. out of school. <laughs> drop out of school, and you can do a decom podcast like us <laughs> winners. Yeah, Be with no sponsors, so we're we're making negative money on this. <laughs> <laughs> souls <laughs> did you say soul podcasters no what did you call it <laughs> i think that is what you called it before we're soul casters soul oh casters. yeah 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 i get it we I don't we're it. not in this for the money we're not in this for the explats unless someone wants if to you like want to if you want to give us but, i mean though i mean yeah, like me undies if you're listening Ooh, that underwear looks <laughs> very comfortable. I would wear it. Oh my it. gosh. It's I would too totally wear it. For me. <laughs> Even with it's, the it's, discount codes everywhere. It's too pricey, but I'd be willing to try it for the right... For the, me if too. They, if they don't even want to give us money and they just want to give me a bunch of underwear, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd be down. Me undies. Look, you don't even have to sponsor us. Just send me some underwear. I'll tell you. I'll tell everybody how comfortable it is. Anyway. Uh, Mom has a has a heart-to-heart with adam about his paper so adam's grounded because he didn't do his homework when he said he was no, gonna do his homework but he just got backstage tickets to the headless horseman concert thing yeah it is literal headless horses that oh. it is it it makes it's for a really disturbing concert man. it's half horse <laughs> half horseman no head you guys i listened to ready to run today and we keep saying horse person but none of us makes the half horse half person joke it was so frustrating the sister is a little oh wait we didn't even say oh yeah we did we said i I was excited yeah i was excited at this part because it was really good parenting where she's like you didn't do this thing you get grounded that's how we always do it like that's the deal so i'm like well that's really fair like when parents have very like clear objective rules and then the sister says something like kind of shitty and she's like also you're grounded now and it was kind of like yeah it felt excessive for her to get grounded (laughs) but they they needed a reason to have her grounded as well so that they could both want to get the mom on a date 
I liked the part where Adam's trying to negotiate his grounding with his mom. I also think yeah. it would have been fair for her to be like, okay, this is actually, like, a big deal. And, like, I feel like that wasn't uh-huh. a crazy request from him. Yeah. It wasn't, but it sounds like this is something that would happen, had happened previously. Like, yeah. oh, but I, I also don't think it was unfair for her to of... be like. Yeah. That was yeah. her call. I think everybody made sense in this situation except for maybe the grounding of the older sister. The sister had a cut, like whole thing of ice cream that she's just eating with a spoon. If I saw someone being snarky while eating ice cream with a spoon, I would say, cool it. You're grounded too. <laughs> That's your line. And then the sister leaves. She just leaves the ice cream on the table. And I was like, is she just going to let it melt? Was it gone? <laughs> I need to know. So sister Chelsea and Adam team up to try to get mom out of the house by putting her setting her up on a date so yeah they read the personal ads in the newspaper i feel like it'd also be cool if they had done like they've been like i've been preparing for this and just like bust out a bunch of vhs's where they watch like the dating ads yes (laughs) my name is steve i hate the sun (laughs) there really wasn't much to go off of back in the day was there there really wasn't. I mean, that's how personal ads work. It's just like it's a Tinder bio with no picture. Yeah. And you kind of just got to email hope. address. Yeah. This is the 20th. Or she's like, how can we get somebody by tomorrow night? He's like, this is the 20th century. We have email. They all have email addresses listed. And the guy's name is like Wolfsbane at Nightwatch dot yeah. something or other. <laughs> You'd think they'd catch on to something there. If I saw somebody with the name Wolfsbane, I'd be like, oh, no swipe left what's even creepier is they just decide to meet up at a public place so they don't even say i don't i don't know we don't want our mom we don't want our mom to know that we emailed you so keep it a secret just show up dude keep it a secret just show up just show up at the market grocery store this could have been like the easiest setup for a murder ever the kids pull this back in the day crap and they're like I'm just remembering when we used to be happy. We used to eat chocolate chips and pancakes. Depressing. Like, That's they like know their mom is this, like... Yeah, they know their mom's, like, super bummed out about this wedding and, like, wishes that things were better and she's, like, given up on herself and stuff. And they're like, we'll just play into her depression. Let's get her to go grocery shopping with us. Like, Jesus Christ, kids. Yeah, it's a little far. For... You could have just been like, I really need... <laughs> some laxatives no I, you could be like today. i need some popsicle sticks for my school project hey look it fits with my character as a shitty like not doing homework kid we need to go now yeah. so i can do my homework done but they decide to do that and mom gives in she's like okay let's go let's go on a dark rainy night so the kids run around the entire supermarket hitting on <laughs> hitting on men It'd been a very different movie if that guy who the like the sister she was like good looking walked up to the guy and she's like I just hate Italian food like this would have been a very different movie like, if instead he's like let hey, me babe. show you how it's made and then the and then Adam talks to that other guy he's like I bet you're the kind of guy who likes long walks under the moon he's like I do and then shows off his anniversary cake all the while the vampire hunter is walking through the store now that I'm. Going back on that, because at the time, we were led to believe that he's actually 
the guy that they're trying to meet. Yeah. But it's a red herring. He's the vampire hunter. How did he know that the vampire was going to be there? He had just said that there, like, he was picking up... Picking up vampire vibes? He was, yeah. Okay. I think he'd been, like, tracking him for a while. That's what I think, too. Okay. The only reason he was in that town. So Dimitri, the actual vampire, turns up. He's He looks pretty normal. He, he like, bumps into her cart. Yeah. Uh, and then Do you they, think we should exchange there. insurance? or? He said exchange driver's licenses. Smooth. Definitely flirting. The kids are like, yes, this is how we get our mom out of the house. It worked out perfectly. Now we can do our own stuff. But the little brother, he's he's uh, vigilant. He's looking out. What Taylor ends up seeing is Dimitri walking to the alleyway, dropping the groceries that he just bought, and turning into a bat. Like, in the <gasps> middle of the street. <laughs> it, I, my mouth dropped. I was like... Oh my gosh, so we're doing this now. Like, <laughs> we're not building up any further. This is it. He is a vampire. Okay. I mean, to be fair, it opened up. We see, first see Dimitri, like, laying in a coffin, so it was no secret to begin with. Oh, we forgot about that part. When he gets the email from the kids, like, suddenly it's nighttime, and, like, the computer's like, ding! And he just, like, without even, like, getting out of the coffin You've or looking at the mail. computer. Yeah, puts out his, like, vampire hand and, like, clicks on it. And is like, ha Excellent! Okay, honestly, though, me. That's me laying in bed when I get a notification on my phone, and I'm just like, uh, uh, Shut up, Lori. Okay. (laughs) You've got mail. Well, before the official date, there's this weird subplot where Adam tries to get the tickets for the concert back. Oh, no. um, But it's already been given away. Yeah, his ticket was given away because he couldn't go because he's grounded. But now that his mom has a date and he's free, he tries to get the ticket back. But there's, they gave away his ticket to some bully kid, and Adam negotiates a date with his sister to get the oh, ticket back. God. With and a kiss on the lips. Yeah, the date itself is pretty gross and uncomfortable, but then when he's like, all right, you can kiss her on the lips, that's where I'm like, whoa, hold on, buddy. You get no say in this. Yeah. Neither of you get a say in this. Yeah. Chelsea finds out about it later, and she's pissed, but I would have been so angry. Yeah. Especially when she's got her boyfriend, Peter, or whatever. Yeah, she's, uh, like, obviously not single. And even the creepy guy would know that. Dimitri comes over, shows up at their house with a flaming red Ferrari, or whatever type of car that was. At this point, it's pretty clear that mom, she keeps almost telling him that he's out of her league, but she never quite says those words specifically. It's kind of a bummer because, like, she's just like, are you sure you want to go on a date with me? Like, as they're on the date. And she had to have her kids give her a pep talk. She's She hasn't been on a date since she got divorced. So yeah. I understand she's like, she's nervous. She's not sure if this is really uh, her thing. She's not sure if she's ready. She's not sure of the guy. Well, they're trying to get... Dimitri and their mother out of the house. Little Taylor is in his room cowering because he's seen some crap. He knows what has happened here. He calls to the vampire hunter, Van, Van Helsing, Dimitri, or Mordecai, or whatever. Malachi. Um, yeah, he Mordecai. calls Malachi the vampire hunter. No. And Malachi doesn't answer the phone it goes to voicemail but um malachi is at a car dealership and like kind of grilling the guy and it turns out that dimitri 
had just previously been there and bought that like smoking hot car with cash. And then he was like, did you recommend any places for him to go eat? Where'd you recommend? He's like, oh, I just told him to go to Main Street. Cut back to Taylor, who's like, he he's not going to let it go. He's like, Adam, you guys, this dude is an actual vampire. I'm going to leave. So uh, little Taylor takes off into, like, downtown, wherever they live, by himself on a bike to go find their mom. Chelsea and Adam chase after Taylor to make sure he's not, like, roaming the streets alone. Uh <laughs> <laughs> no, they they check on him because they're like, Ugh, if he finds mom, that'll ruin all of our plans. Ugh, guess yeah, we they were pretty him. selfish about it. Uh, and they all show up at the restaurant where mom and Dimitri are having a nice romantic dinner. Seems to be going well. He's a charming man. The kids wander in and they're like, hey, he's a vampire. And the mom's like, oh, what the fuck are you guys talking about? And Dimitri's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Uh, Adam kind of explains like, oh, you know, you're right. He shouldn't have been watching those scary movies because now he has this wild imagination that's running wild, you know. To disprove that he's a vampire, Dimitri, I guess it the silverware, uh, vampires can't touch silver. So he like balances a silver spoon on his nose. Dimitri was the one who suggested doing that test. Yeah. He's like, Why don't so... we do the the spoon test? You know. When they brought yeah. up the spoon thing, I thought they were gonna like try to have him show his reflection in the spoon, and he had some like trick to make his reflection like project oh, onto it somehow. That would have been cool. Well, but instead, after proving himself not a vampire with the spoon test, Adam looks into the mirror as he's leaving, and he does not see the vampire in the mirror. It's just his mom sitting alone at a chair. <gasps> I loved this part when I was a kid because I was like, oh, holy crap, like, he's an actual vampire and, like, no one's going to believe him and his mom is still there, like, just casually sitting there and he has to pretend like everything's okay in order to come up with a plan. Well, Adam still, but... well, now Adam is super convinced. He's like, this yeah. isn't over. You have to come with me. We have to figure out how to save mom because like i think she's in actual trouble now this is when uh the vampire hunter shows up and the babysitter is like sitting on the couch and taylor like runs up to the door and lets the guy in and he's just like hey this is a vampire hunter and she's like on the phone and like she's like hold on a second like looks and she's like he needs to go to bed and then just like goes back (laughs) on the phone as this like grown-ass man is like in the house cracked me up i love it before he shows up she's on the phone and she's like no way no way. No way. And then he's like, no we way. should play this game again. And she's like, no way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go to bed. After the vampire hunter shows up, she goes back on the phone. She's like, totally. 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 <laughs> At this point, mom and the vampire have moved on to the rockabilly like dance bar place where there's apparently no age restriction because the kids end up coming like right in there and first adam tries to get this like buff gi joe looking dude to like get dance with his mom so we can try to separate them and the vampire uses some like vampire voodoo she's like hey this guy wants to dance with me do you mind and dimitri's like i thought he was just going home and like glares him out of the room not only does he like glare him out of the room he his vampire powers actually physically push him back a little bit like it was a little little forward a little obvious 
Yeah, his glare has, like, wind powers. It's pretty crazy. At this point, then Adam, like, goes up to the, like, band, and he's, like, he whispers, like, we don't hear what he whispers, but we find out that, like, he tips off the singer of this, like, rockabilly band that his mom was a member of a rockabilly band, like, however many, I think, 15 years ago. And that she's in the audience now, and maybe she'll sing if you give her the chance. And of course, she's like, yeah, this is great. And she goes up on stage and sings. It was a fun part to this movie, and I liked the song, and it was like, I I don't know. It was kind of well done. They really made the mom, like, an actual person. Yeah. And it was great. Like, she was somebody, like... I think it was kind of the lesson that, like, moms aren't just moms. They're still people and stuff. So, like, Aww. this was her, like, rediscovering, like, hey, I used to be in a freaking band and I let that go sort of thing. Uh, while the mom is separated from Dimitri, Adam gets the bouncer to try to bounce Dimitri out of the club. I mean, it, and they do try. They, they do try. They on the curb into a pile of bikes. They get all smushed up, those bikes. Chelsea is right around the corner, and she witnesses Dimitri up. Uh, he gets up, and he starts walking up the wall vertically, which was pretty creepy. The mom has a wonderful time. She's like, wow, I, I know exactly what we should do next. I've been wanting to like go out and have a good time and just do something fun. Let's go to the Harvest Festival. I want to ride some rides and just feel like a kid again in not so many words she's just like i want to go to the harvest festival and dimitri the vampire <laughs> is like oh i hate being around people humans smell and i just want to go to a quiet place so i can suck all your blood also but not instead... in so many words yeah also not in so many words dimitri kind of like amps up his trying to woo the mom and she's like or he's kind of like you want to go somewhere more private sort of gig and she's like Actually, I'm not into you. Or she 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 said it really well. She's like, I throughout this night I found somebody that I'm actually like in love with that I had forgotten about, sort of thing. And it's me. I've rediscovered Aww. the things that I loved and how much I wanted to have fun. Which like, if this were real life and that's how you were telling somebody you weren't interested in them, the whole lead up of like I found somebody I'm really into tonight, and then it's not <laughs> you, like wouldn't be great. But in this yeah. context, it's perfect. It makes a lot of sense in this yeah. context. I thought it was really sweet. Yeah, if that were an actual, like, she needed to dump somebody situation, that's a poor way to do it. But It's I not really you, it's liked... me I'm in love with. <laughs> yeah, I, and I really liked that realization about herself. I thought it was really sweet and really yeah. uh, heartwarming. Uh, Adam and Chelsea kind of make up. They have this, uh, <laughs> they have, like, this conversation where uh, Chelsea's like, um, you tried to trade me for a ticket, and you tried to set mom up on a date? Like, that was your idea, to set her up on a date with this vampire. And Adam responds like, oh, you know, um, that was a different time. Like, I was a different person. And then she's like, that was this afternoon. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I like, stopped. There's some part around this time, too, where, like, he's like, Dimitri, we know who you are. And he's like, I'm a vampire. He's like, I'm a 13-year-old, all, like, badass and <laughs> oh, stuff. Yeah. I loved that part. And then Dimitri's like, yeah, and I'm still a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, Dimitri stops playing games. At that point, he's like, look, I just woke up from 100 years or whatever in my coffin. I need to eat, so I'm going to get this over with now. And he hypnotizes the mom. Uh, Adam is really, like... 
he does seem to have given up. He's just sitting it at seemed... a park bench and he's like, well, he's like, my mom's getting eaten. Cool. Yeah, he's just kind of like, well, I guess it's time to go home. And Chelsea's like, our mother, the woman who pushed you out of her vagina, <laughs> is about to get eaten. And you're just going to sit there? And he's like, you're right. You're right. They kind of decide, they come up with the plan, like, to find his weak points. And I think Adam realizes, like, the coffin could be something he can't live without. The yeah. fact that he almost gave up when he's, like, the family vampire expert was pretty silly of him. Yeah, I was kind of frustrated with, like, that whole, like, three minutes <laughs> didn't need to be in this movie. <laughs> But yeah, apparently uh, coffins are like extremely personal to vampires, and they if you need destroy their them. coffin, sometimes it's kind of like the sarcophagus in Under Wraps. It's not like vampire vampires can't just like go to sleep anywhere. They have a very specific coffin. I guess it's like they're familiar or something. Adam holds the coffin hostage. He like rows it out to the middle of the lake. Yeah, which is pretty they ingenious. Throw it out the window and like push it down the stairs. And Dimitri shows up and he's like, I want my coffin back. And Adam's like, come and get it, bruh. Sun's about to come up. Oh, yeah. You can't cross water. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) great reenactment of that scene, guys. (laughs) Does the fast thing and, like, gets his sister. All the while, Taylor has been in Van Helsing's car chasing down the vampire. They use some vampire hunter magic to locate where they are and of course it's the creepy old house out like by a lake it's like this creepy old house shows up and van helsing's like where should we go to find this vampire guys (laughs) yeah did the has the house always been there what's the i guess like even if it had always been there there's this like creepy old unoccupied house like maybe check there first with a brand new red car so van helsing and Taylor show up and they have like a vampire off and he's like I put silver nails in it and or everybody gets like enchanted for a second and then like kind of Harry Potter style the mother's love makes her break out of the trance because her children are in trouble yeah they were so annoyingly calling for her that she broke out of the trance mom mom hey mom 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 their love breaks the spell and she she pushes him into the coffin Everyone's trying to sit on top of it like uh, like a suitcase that's too full. And then Van Helsing guy's like, move, move. And he comes in with the the nail gun. He's like, uh, we didn't get to see the part where he like went around looking for an outlet uh, to plug in. <laughs> so everything turns out okay. The vampire mm-hmm. is locked in his coffin. Who, and he keeps making funny remarks like, okay, guys, you can let me out now. <laughs> oh, but yeah, then, and it went on into the credits, too, where like, the did. credits were rolling. He's like, hello, hello, guys, guys. It's Halloween. Hey, guys, You can hey. let me out. <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> it was great. It was cute. Everyone was invited to go get breakfast, including the vampire hunter. Mom got a date with the vampire hunter. And Yay. credits. Hey, guys, let me out. Hey. That was super cute, and I would love to see the movie Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire Hunter. Lessons learned. Don't date vampires. Don't si- don't email people and 
come up with dates for your mom. Then the mom never found out that this was, like, the kid's ploy either, which, like, they should definitely get in trouble for that. (laughs) Yeah, that should come up in Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire Hunter. I learned that you need to learn how to be comfortable with yourself before you can be comfortable Mm -hmm. with other men. This is another Disney Channel movie that ended up being a lot about the mom. (laughs) Like, Yeah. I cared about her more than the kids. Josh, what did you learn? That's what I learned. You know, you gotta love yourself. You... Before you wreck yourself. What would you rate this movie? What would I rate this movie? I would rate it a 7. I thought it was a very enjoyable movie. Uh, it dragged a little in places. But I thought the main kid, Adam, was super fun. He had excellent comedic timing. Um, oh, I looked him up. He was in... This movie with Joseph Gordon-Levitt called Brick, which was <gasps> he heartbreaking. Was yes. Cool. Um, yeah, he played the brain. The uh... huh. But anyway, he's like he's a pretty decent actor for decom child actors. I enjoyed this movie. Yay! There weren't really any plot holes either. Some stuff didn't get wrapped up, like with the mom not finding out about it, the the ploy, but. It's feasible that she wouldn't have found out because the kids yeah. would be like, also, yeah. this guy was, like, they wouldn't tell yeah. her, so. I would definitely give this movie a 7 out of 10. I think it's perfect for your Halloween viewing pleasure. Uh, a lot happens. It's fun. It's cute. There's a lot of vampire jokes and whatnot. Totally worth watching. What about you, Lori? I will also give it a 7. Super refreshing portrayals of women in movies, mm-hmm. especially, like, low-effort Disney Channel movies. So, like, you guys mentioned, the, like, the main character, like, the main child character was really good. Like, he was really good at acting, which is also refreshing. I think this movie overall is one of the better acted ones we've seen in, like, 20 DCOMs. Yeah, none of the acting really stood out as bad to me. Um... Okay, well, next week we've got Phantom of the Phantom Megaplex, which is of the Megaplex. legit my favorite decom. I hope this doesn't get ruined, but Lori, you have a prediction? I mean, it's Megaplex is like a movie theater thing, I think, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's like Phantom of the Opera, but not a movie theater. Like, I can't pretend to not have an idea about what this movie. <laughs> it's pretty, it's like this one where it's like, Mom's got a date with the vampire lake. I mean, it, it tells you. Anyway, I can't wait so... to see if, if Phantom of the Megaplex holds up. And I hope it does. And my new Halloween favorite. I hope it does. I'm going to be really disappointed if it's not as good as I remember it being. Anyway, I got to go. So let's wrap this up. All right, you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of We're Potting This Together. If you have any questions, comments, or memories of your favorite Disney Channel original movie, you can find us on social media or email us at pottingthistogether at gmail.com. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe or leave a review. Bye. You can't love yourself, huh?